This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. We took a short break from uh, dissecting, dismantling, and analyzing the military side of technocratic transhumanism. And don't worry, because we are about to jump right back into that, folks. We had to take a break to conduct that interview with David Carpenter. Uh, I hope you guys appreciated that. I'm trying to branch out a little and get some different guests on here and whether I necessarily agree with the technology that certain of these uh, guests are involved with or not doesn't really matter. Uh, I think what that interview did was give you an inside look at what players in the live entertainment sector are doing. And David seemed to be someone, uh, and this is just my personal opinion, it's not like I have a relationship with him, I only talked to him for about two minutes before we recorded the interview, but he seems to be someone that, as an entrepreneur, he recognizes that the entertainment sector is moving in the direction of technology and as he stated you know those that tried to battle the smartphone always lost the battle and so he is embracing the technology and i think at the same time trying to figure out how to sort of fuse it with live entertainment to save live entertainment and as i've explained i came out of that world and it would be a shame to see live entertainment go away i mean it is such a rush uh, I was on the production end, and I was also on the performance end for a while, but it is such a rush to go out on stage and to perform in front of a live audience, especially comedy. Uh, but I've also produced uh, live musical entertainment as well. But to see the audience reacting in real time to the performance that you're putting on or the performance that you produced or the comedy that you wrote. Uh, I used to write a lot of the scripts for the comedians I managed, and it's uh, fascinating. So I see him as someone who is really trying to embrace the technology, create this interactive engagement uh, piece to live entertainment that will hopefully keep live entertainment up on stage with real people and not force it into the metaverse. At the end of the day, you decide, but I think it was important 
to kind of step outside of our little box here and invite someone in from the outside world to explain what they're doing. If it were my wish, technology wouldn't exist in, in any of this stuff. But unfortunately, as we've said here, it's real. It's coming. It's right in front of us. The fourth industrial revolution is here, as you've seen it uh in all of the different examples we've given on the show. And so it's up to us to decide how much of this stuff we're willing to embrace or accept or allow into our own lives. And each of us will make separate independent decisions on how much we're willing to deal with and how much we're willing to interact with. And so that's okay. That's what makes us individuals. I just wanted to say... Today, I reached out to a former uh, colleague of mine, Magdalene Rose. Uh, She's got a fairly big Twitter account. She has been producing content for uh, several years now. She is a young conservative. She speaks to a younger audience, uh, generally uh, religious right, uh, but she stays out of the grifter circles. And so I want to try to reach a younger audience with this information. And I'm starting to think about this. I told you we're working on a book concept with another uh, former colleague of mine. And I'm also starting to utilize some additional platforms. I tweeted it out at Hackable Animal and at Dustin Gold Show, a platform called Wisdom. I'm not sure if we're going to use it. It all depends if you guys gravitate to it or not. But basically what it allows me to do is you can ask a question in text format. And I believe you can do it anonymously. I don't think you have to join the platform. Um, and if you do, I, I think it's free. I don't know a lot about them. It's a new piece of technology. Um, I started looking into solutions to be able to do live shows with you guys calling in. And the older solution I used to use just costs a lot of money. It would cost me about 30 or $40 a show to run that software right now. And this show is not in a position to spend 30 to $40 per show right now. Um, So that platform, Wisdom, would, one, allow you to ask me a question in text format, and then I'll answer you back in a 60-second piece of audio, and then I can use those on the show. I haven't tried it yet. I mean, I did answer a few questions over there. Uh, Again, you can check that out. I tweeted it out. And then the other part is that I will be able to run a live show, audio show, on that platform and i'll be able to invite you in as guests to ask questions or we can have in-depth discussions uh, and people can listen live on there as well and then i can actually take that content i'll own it which is a good thing because a lot of these platforms trick you into using it and then steal your content but i'll own that and then i'll be able to run those discussions as uh, podcasts on the ad free side so if i think they're really Uh, entertaining and enlightening and people want to listen to them and they're going to learn from what you guys share with me or the discussions we have, then I'll be able to play those publicly. So that is something uh, I'm toying around with. And um, hopefully I'll be able to reach some younger people on there. And again, we're working on the book idea, but then I'm also trying to figure out how to turn this kind of content into an entertaining, enlightening format in sort of 30-minute chunks. 
with more graphics and build sort of a mini master class aimed towards younger folks, uh, college folks, and even younger generally people that are probably homeschooling their children to talk about where technology is, where it came from, where it's going, uh, because these are the kids we really need to wake up. I mean, you and I sit here and we know where we stand on this, but how are we going to wake up the younger folks and make them aware of the world that they are living in and what they are being driven into, that they are literally being loaded onto the technocratic cattle car and driven down the train tracks into the Auschwitz prison planet matrix. And so I'm trying to work this stuff out while the baby's on the way. Obviously, I have a hundred ideas, but I'm really trying to uh, figure this out and figure out how we can reach younger folks. All right, so that's that. One of the ways that you can help is by um joining us at pain.tv slash gold join the discussion over there get the ad free video version of the podcast uh, as well as the ad free video version of the thomas Payne podcast so thank you to everyone that has joined over there also please continue to leave five star reviews and comments at apple Podcasts. it's really helping because the show numbers are growing i got a chance to look at those in the last couple days and wow i mean it's pretty much doubled in the last uh 15 days i think it's tripled or quadrupled in the last 30 days so people are listening which is fantastic i appreciate that very much and then if you want to discuss stuff with me you could join us at the telegram account which i'll admit i haven't been using regularly but i try to reply to people when they uh talk to me on there eventually i'll have um, a friend of mine helping with that hopefully soon and that's over at um telegram at dustin gold show and then also at twitter at hackable animal or at dustin gold show and i do have a facebook page at dustin gold show but i have not used that yet i just hate facebook but i know it's important to be there so we'll eventually figure that out and then we haven't started uploading the uh, video versions of this show to YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble, uh, BitChute, or these other platforms yet. I just know once we start, we have to keep it consistent. And with the baby almost here, I don't know if I have time to, um, you know, the hour or two hours a day it's going to take to manage that. So right now, you can continue to get the show at uh, pain.tv slash gold or uh, on Apple Podcasts and all the other podcast players. So anyway, this uh, Magdalene Rose, she speaks to a younger audience, uh, generally Christian right. She's very pro-life. And so I reached out to her. Uh, She has come on as a guest on other shows I used to produce and has had some of those hosts on her show. And so I met her years ago through Maria Albanese, the co-host on thomas Payne podcast on fridays and so i said to magdalene rose listen i'm 50 episodes into this new podcast i put together and we are focusing on dismantling and dissecting the technocratic transhumanist agenda and you may not be fully aware of this but you are very pro-life and this is the biggest anti-life movement that has ever existed on the face of this earth this is the engineering of humanity out of existence i don't know your feeling on peter thiel uh, being in and around maga but peter thiel has said openly that transhumanism and christianity are similar as they both offer 
immortality. They both offer eternal life. And so we need to try to make these younger people aware of technocratic transhumanism. We need to try to speak to the religious right. We need to reach out to the pro-lifers, and we need to tell them about this movement and show them that it's real. But we need to do it in a way that is not going to normalize them to this content. It is not going to be part of desensitizing people to it we need to make them aware of the government involvement uh we need to make them aware of the players like elon musk peter thiel and the rest we need to make them aware of the investors behind this and we need them to make them aware that this is a movement to completely engineer humanity out of existence and it's not being run by just a bunch of quacks and a bunch of eccentric billionaire weirdos that our own government is actually behind this okay and so you can continue to talk about politics and electing republicans or trying to get better conservative candidates for the republican party i mean i know people are going to be involved with that but at the end of the day folks these transhumanist monsters are at our doorstep and to me at least this is the most pressing matter of our time because this decides the future of humanity so magdalene is going to come on the show which is i think is fantastic i'm really happy that she's committed to that and so that will be sometime in the next couple of days and then i am in the process of working on another guest who is uh, sort of an expert in homeopathy and we are using some of that my wife and i for the upcoming birth and so this woman i know through our midwifery she had three home births and has been using homeopathy for the last 12 years and then the last year actually started taking courses and is getting ready to put together some kind of a consulting company on homeopathy and so she's been coaching my wife for free uh, I think she was just excited to meet some people who were interested enough in it to reach out to her and were quickly becoming friends with her and her husband. So that's going to be fantastic when I bring her on. Um, wealth of knowledge, and that falls right into what we talk about here, how to live one foot in and one foot out of the matrix. Obviously, when you're here listening to the show, we're technically one foot in the matrix, but then eventually, as we've been talking about over at pain.tv slash gold and and over on Twitter, a lot of people are talking about how they're escaping the matrix, how they go to the beach, how they go to the mountains, how they go for hikes. And these are ways that you can unplug from the matrix. I mean, they're just little ways you can do it. But we've also talked about getting rid of the smart devices, downloading up your ki- uh, don't load up your kid's room with Truman Show technology. And so these are the ways that we begin to fight back in our personal lives. If we can't beat the entire system, we can at least start to start to do this in our lives and say no just say no to the technology push it out as much as possible while we figure out how we're going to spread the word and wake up more people to this natural life uh, movement that is quickly growing 
but just growing vegetables in the backyard or just saying no to the technology isn't going to be enough at the end of the day i mean people have to understand why they're doing that they have to understand what these monsters are doing so when we get back folks we are going to jump right back in to the world economic forum piece that we started on in episode 49 we ended with that and so i'm going to finish that up because it's very important and then we're getting right back into dr peter emmanuel and dr diane Dulius, and we're going to finish up that podcast today so we can move on there's some very very important elements in there you're going to learn a lot from the rest of that podcast so hang with me folks it's going to be wild ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. All right, folks, it's time to get pumped up. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks, if you remember, if you remember, we were looking at this May... 2022 conference at the World Economic Forum focused on the industrial metaverse. And so there were three important clips I pulled from this. I'm going to roll this back and actually replay the clip that we had at the end of episode 49 just to catch you back up because I know I distracted you with the interview that we conducted for episode 50. And so we are listening to here uh, Pekka Lundmark. He's president and chief executive officer of Nokia. And it says, with almost 20 years as CEO, Pekka has accrued deep expertise in the telecommunications, technology, energy, machinery, and finance sectors, all of which are central to the transition into the fourth industrial revolution. Did you get that, folks? I didn't show you this before, (laughs) but right on this guy's bio, Pekka Lundmark, on Nokia.com, okay, on the company's website, in the first sentence and first paragraph of his bio, it says he has 20 years of experience in all these different fields, from telecom to technology, energy, machinery, and finance, all central to the transition into the fourth industrial revolution. Do you understand? Right? So he's not shying away from that, folks. It says right here, Pekka was appointed as Nokia CEO on August 1st, 2022. He has put in place a new operating model for the company and positioned Nokia as a trusted partner for critical networks around the world. These critical networks are advanced systems of hardware and software that run mission-critical services for companies and societies. They are central to PECA's passionately held belief that technology and connectivity can and should help industries and societies improve productivity and sustainability, as well as create new opportunities, folks. So you understand who uh, PECA is here, right? 
So let's go over to the video. And again, I'm going to replay this. Uh, this was the first clip of three that I have. And if you remember, we watched Tony Stark, a.k.a. Elon Musk, roll out the Optimus robot. And you were seeing in the video, if you're over here at pain.tv slash gold, you were seeing a view from the robot's eyes where the robot is using the same, supposedly the same technology that the Tesla car is using to create a real-time 3D rendering of its environment. And so you saw that through the robot's eyes. It looked like... Um, you know, uh, you know, it's a 3D model, basically. If you've ever used CAD design software or you've ever played Minecraft or Roblox, um, and I won't get mad at you if you have, folks. We have to understand what we're fighting. But um, you were able to see that from the robot's eyes. So Pekka Lundmark and these guys on this council talk about this a little bit. Basically, that there is a digital world you know which will eventually be the metaverse and then the physical world that we live in right now and there will be a duplicate of the physical world inside the digital world so let's play that for you now and then we're going to get into the other two clips which are very important super cool all right let's talk about the industrial metaverse because 24 minutes ago i said i was going to just have a slight diversion and then bring you back what is the industrial metaverse and do you have legs <laughs> in industrial metaverse is actually an industrial version of what, what we what we just heard so to make it make it very simple on the consumer side i mean you have all these augmented reality things and that that we are that we are working on on the industrial side it means that that first of all everything that makes sense to connect will be connected but not only that there will be a physical world and then there will be a digital world there okay so let me just say he says everything that will be connected uh, or that makes sense to connect will be connected and so i mentioned this in episode 49 i'll just reiterate that is referring to the internet of things and the internet of bodies right and we reviewed those in depth on this show over several episodes so everything will be connected internet of things are all of the smart devices out there from the street lights uh to your microwave uh, and then the Internet of Bodies in this iteration are the wearables, like the smartwatch or the Fitbit, uh, all the way to what will eventually be a brain chip implanted in the back of your head. And now he's saying there will be a physical world and a digital world. Let's continue. It will be pretty much a digital twin of everything out there on the industrial side. And what that has and there will be a digital twin of Bruce Willis. Uh -huh. And uh, let me just bring up something uh, that I forgot to mention in there uh, when I talked about the Bruce Willis situation. Remember when I showed you uh, Lars Butler and the Artificial Intelligence Foundation? And I brought up a point after I showed you the mind-twinning software that potentially the company Cameo.com, where you could purchase for, you know, $100 up to $500, a customized birthday video from a celebrity. You For $1,500, you could have Donald Trump Jr. appear on your Zoom business meeting. 
And so I said, why would these people worth millions and billions of dollars sell birthday videos for $100? That maybe there was a deal made where all of those are actually deepfake digital twins that are run on just sort of an AI backbone and that those aren't real videos of the actors. And I had told you that Ari Emanuel, one of the most powerful men in Hollywood, who was Donald Trump's agent uh, for The Apprentice and such. His brother is Ari Emanuel, who was Barack Obama's, I'm sorry, Rahm Emanuel, who was Barack Obama's chief of staff and mayor of Chicago. And his other brother is Ezekiel Emanuel, who was credited with writing Obamacare. And so I showed you that his company, Endeavor, which is William Morris Endeavor, invested into Lars Butler and the Artificial Intelligence Foundation. And I said, maybe there was a deal made to license the rights to all of these actors and turn them into deep fake mind twins. And so then all of a sudden now we see the Bruce Willis story come out now popularizing, normalizing, desensitizing people to the idea of digital twins. And so at the end of the day, if they can convince through this propaganda, if they can convince people that the digital twin is just an extension of the real personality, the real person, because it is licensed by them, then would people, let's say, that bought these cameo videos thinking they got a real video of you know, Brad Garrett from Everybody Loves Raymond for $150, would they really be upset if they found out it was a deep fake as long as they knew that it was licensed by the actor and that the actor was paid, uh, compensated uh, for the use of his image in the form of a deep fake digital twin? You know, it's complex stuff, but to, to believe that it's not out there already is to be very naive. You know, I think the Bruce Willis story is just one of many that you were about to see be rolled out into the public in the coming weeks, months, and years. I actually think what's starting to happen right now as terms like digital twin are going to be turned into a household phrase entering the lexicon and then eventually becoming part of the zeitgeist uh and then you also have at the same time certain influencers and conservative media personalities some of the doctors that came out of the front line sort of movement um sort of halfway sponsored by steve bannon you're going to start to see the talk of transhumanism. I'm starting to see it already. You guys are sending me articles and video clips now of certain conservative personalities talking about it. Well, the issue is that once this reaches, uh, say, Tucker Carlson, then it pretty much means that the job has already been done and it's safe for them to talk about it. Uh, but in the meantime, you're not going to see anyone, I don't believe, talk about this stuff in an in-depth format like we do over here breaking down the investors the players the governments and everything else behind the technocratic transhumanist movement so what i fear is happening and i've uh, spoken to some of you guys on the record off the record in direct messages or whatever that i see what's coming is the beginning of the desensitization uh, uh desensitizing of this information to people and they'll do that by talking about it, but not really giving you the truth. And then what will eventually happen is that transhumanism 
anti-humanism, the engineering of humanity out of existence because it won't be talked about properly. It'll just be sort of assigned to goofballs like Elon Musk or a couple of creeps inside the government rather than saying that the entire state is behind it, funding it, and endorsing it is that it will just become an issue like, you know, gay marriage or an issue like taxes or an issue like building the wall. And then eventually it'll just fizzle out and people will just accept it. I mean, yes, to some, and I've talked about this with Maria Albanese, it won't necessarily be normal. But when I talk about normalized, I don't mean that everyone has to accept something as normal. It just means that it is now just a normal part of our society. Um, You know, drag queen story hour is not normal to me. It's not normal probably to most of you. But at the end of the day, it's part of society now. And it's just become a political issue a political football. And the danger that we're facing right now is that if transhumanism just becomes a political issue, then we're going to have debates on the floor of Congress over whether or not we should be engineering humanity out of existence. And you know anything that these guys try to make normal, try to turn into part of the lexicon and push into the zeitgeist, then we end up just losing we accept it we go oh well we lost that one let's go back to the wall i guess uh i guess humans are going to be engineered out of existence what about that wall can we get the wall built or what and so that's what i fear we're seeing and so you'll see this happen through these personalities talking about it the influencers talking about it and then you'll see this happening through stories like the bruce willis thing you'll see digital twin and the next thing you know they'll say they've got a digital twin of elvis and they have a digital twin of johnny cash or whatever and then before you know it you go okay the digital twin is an extension of the real person and now you accept this blend of the physical digital world and that they are essentially the same thing they're in unison it's it's a utopia of the two or as the fourth industrial revolution stands for the merger of the physical the biological and the digital so a merger of the three so one of the things that i recommend folks is that if you have friends or family now that this stuff is on your radar if you've been listening to the show if you haven't listened to all the episodes i recommend going back and doing so as you can listen to them at any time they're pretty much evergreen because i don't really do daily news but if you have a solid understanding of this and now you start to hear people in your life discussing it they heard steve bannon mention it they heard dr robert malone mention it they heard so and so mention it then you can say listen go check out the dust and gold standard i'm part of that community join pain.tv slash gold or join the telegram or follow him on twitter because if you listen to him he's going to explain this in depth to you so that you don't just think this is another goofy political topic this is real there are actually people meeting every day and planning to engineer humanity out of existence this is no joke this isn't just elon musk getting up on stage and goofing around that guy is a government oligarch he's funded by the government and he's put out on stage by the government the state in cooperation with the international state you know at the global scale is actively working to engineer all of us out of existence there is really 
no way that you can debate it if you listen to the show and you see everything this body of work that we're building here you see that it's coming from the government from the investors from their cutouts from silicon valley from the techno uh, technocrats from everyday people are now just on board with this idea of merging man and machine when we get back we're going to finish up this world economic forum stuff and then jump right back into dr peter emmanuel ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 